thank you so much. All of you are beautiful, beautiful souls. I have never been more flattered. This was like my favorite interview ever. I'm going to thank <laughs> Ashley White for setting it up. You guys are just amazing and spreading so much joy and that Disney sparkle. And I, I let's do a show together. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, joined by so many people, uh, some of them around me in the NPR Illinois studios, others uh, way on Zoom. Let's start on Zoom with my wonderful, beautiful co-host, Brett Rutherford. How are you? Great. I'm just a little startled by that intro, but thank you. And I'm fine. Thank you. Good to be here. I'll try to stay as beautiful as I can. And the other wonderful and beautiful co-host, Vanessa Ferguson. How are you? I'm good. I'm alive. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so good. And we are joined today also by Ms. B. Bonner. How are you? I'm great. Thank wonderful you so much and beautiful me. too. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, she's just charming. I'm <laughs> just so trying great. to be. <laughs> trying to be. Because we have Annalisa Vanderpool joining us in just a little bit here. That's yeah. incredible, oh right? It is. It is very oh incredible. Gosh. It's 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 kind yeah. of crazy because B and I I just saw her less than a year ago and I, I turned her B and I was like, she's an incredible Amazing. performer. And I did not mm-hmm. even dream that we would have the opportunity to get to talk to her. And she's uh, just someone I, I can't wait to meet. Yeah, it's going to be incredible to get a chance to talk to her because she has such a, a rich history with not only TV, but also Broadway. Brett, I know you've been deep diving some research. So you're bringing some good questions to her this afternoon, right? Well, I hope to. I'm like going, yes, I've, I've done some research and I might even have to tell her, you know, how much I'm enjoying um, her energy and everything that all of her talents and she sings. Oh, my gosh. So I can't mm-hmm. wait to ask her all of those questions. And I try I'll try not to I'll try to tap down my fanboy. But yeah, I'll try. Good luck. Good luck with that. But uh, B. Bonner is joining us today because, of course, we all got a chance to meet Annalisa through That's So Raven and now Raven's Home. And you are quite the fan, right? Oh, I'm the number one fan, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I know Brett and you were arguing uh, off recording. Brett, about you got to let me have this title, okay? It's, you it's can mine. have it. You can have it. I'm just, she, can I be number two? Two. Yeah, she was fine. called Raven growing up. Oh I mean, my gosh. Come on. I have to show you all the pictures. Somebody put me and Raven together, <laughs> and then my best friend, she was like Chelsea. So we were like a thing. So oh, that's I got to so be awesome. number one. Oh, that's so, that's cool. so awesome. Ooh, well, so we're yeah. going to bring you in and ask uh, some questions towards the end about That's So Raven. But we do want to talk to her primarily today about Disney Princess, the concert, which, of course, uh, you two were able to see the last run of it. I had to duck out at the very last second, but I'm so excited to see this show. And it's actually coming. <laughs> To our hometown, March 6th, it's going to be in Springfield, Illinois, and it's going to be at the UIS Performing Arts Center. So really excited about that. And then it's also going to be at the Fox Theater just down the road on March 16th as well. And you should be able to go and uh, search their website, Disney Princess the Concert, to be able to find all the tour dates all around the country because I know we got listeners all the way out there. Now, I should mention that the cast does change sometimes from performance to performance. So we're not entirely sure exactly what Annalisa's commitment 
commitment uh, to the, the concert is, but uh, we are excited about the fact that she's going to be performing on this tour again. Before we go to the interview, Vanessa, any thoughts about the tour in general? Well, I just want to say that it was a really incredible experience, and uh, it, it is not just for kids. It is for adults. And if you saw it before, like Craig said, the cast is changing, so it's very likely that you could see a little bit different of a, of a performance. You might see some different princesses, maybe some different uh, hear some different wonderful arrangements. So uh, I definitely uh, put my stamp of approval on Disney Princess the concert. All right, Brett, what do you think? Should we just get the people, give the people what they want? Get right over to Annalisa? I think so. I, oh, please, please, please. I'm, I'm going to, okay. The fanboy is coming out and I'm trying to keep him down. So please, let's continue, please. <laughs> All right, please. here we go. I'm going to kick it right back over to myself with our interview with Annalisa Vanderpool. just a ringing in my ear and if I heard you which I don't I'm spoken for I fear everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls I'm sorry secret siren but I'm blocking out your halls I've had my adventure I don't need something new I'm afraid of what I'm risking if I follow you into the Such an honor to bring to NPR Illinois and Beyond the Mouse podcast. Annalisa Vanderpool, how are you? Oh, Craig, I'm very well. Thank you. Hi to you. Hi to uh, NPR. Absolutely. It's so great to have you on, and uh, it's so wonderful to get someone with such an amazing history in so many different forms of media, and we can't wait to dive into a tons of questions and, of course, talk about Disney princesses in concert. And uh, we're first going to go to Vanessa with a question. Well, so I saw you in Disney Princess the Concert last year. You were incredible and your performance of mother knows best is fantastic it was honestly was my favorite part of the show and i loved watching you perform it at the hollywood bowl too so we love you as Belle. but how about playing a disney villain would you be up for that oh my gosh heck yeah look at look at what i'm wearing (laughs) ursula yeah that's amazing yeah can't see me i'm wearing my villain sweatshirt uh, my ursula sweatshirt because i am so excited to delve into this new stage of my life i'm almost 40 and the villains are where it's at the character actresses i've always loved playing and um disney does it best and you're so sweet vanessa thank you for supporting our show and thank you for all of your wonderful compliments they're, they're, I'm, they warm my heart so much i love disney and i love that it brings everybody together like it is right now <laughs> yeah absolutely and um, you're so welcome and and brett i think you also are uh, a bit of a fan of our disney princess you have our next question big fan now i have to ask a serious question but we'll get to more fun things later it's not that serious you know but anyway but it is okay (laughs) disney princess in concert features an extremely talented you have some extremely talented cast performers and can you share with us your most memorable moment while you've been touring and performing with other disney princesses and what's it like to be yeah what's it like to bring these iconic characters to life on stage and are there any backstories backstage (laughs) stories (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. So this is really three questions in one. I hope I can. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, You'll no. be fine. You'll be great. No pressure. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I just have to say these women are amazing. It is amazing to um, get to still be in the Disney family, of course, and not, you know, through the Disney channel, but through Disney live on stage, Disney concerts. Susan Egan is a powerhouse. I grew up idolizing her. Of course, she was the first Belle in Beauty and the Beast. I was the last Belle. So getting to work with her and following her career um, is truly an honor, really magical. All my dreams are coming true, just like Disney says that they do. Um, I love all of these women. Cindy Winters is working with us. Adam Levy, Benjamin Rauhala, Susan Egan. We have so, so, so many women. Um, Lisa de Guzman is going to do this new tour in 2024. I'm about to go to Asia and travel all over Asia doing this tour. It's brought me so many gifts. Disney has brought me so many gifts, really. Oh, my gosh, I could go on and on. Wait, go, let me go back to your... <laughs> I that is okay. That is so okay. Sorry. This was kind of the serious one. Let's see. I mean, well, no, you were talking about, well, you were talking about everyone in the cast and well, you've already answered that. Tremendously oh, and are well. there any good secrets? I mean, on stage, we definitely tell our secrets. We tell behind the scenes stories of oh, wow. our time on uh, yeah, um, our time on set um, when I was doing That's a Raven on, on the Disney Channel, but also backstage in these theater shows. There's so much good um, fun that we want to share with people who don't really realize it and what it's like to be uh, live on stage and what it's how nerve wracking it can be, how exciting oh, sure. it can be, the travel, being in an RV together, you know, when we're touring in America is you, oh, wow. you've never been so close to someone. So we learn a lot about each other. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry true. for the three point question, but you answered all of them wonderfully. Thank you. Oh, did I? Oh, good. Thank sure, you. Sure, yes, come back of course. Too. No, well, you're wonderful. <laughs> you know, I'm in love. Sorry. Speaking of- I'm uh, in love, I'm I in love. <laughs> you're sweet. Thank you. I wish I could carry you around in my pocket, Brett. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe some days, uh, only some days that you want to carry him around in, in your pocket. But no, you know, it's funny because in answering your question, you talked about Susan. And of course, we had the, the honor to be able to speak to her as being the first Belle and, and opening up Broadway and really bringing Disney to Broadway. And of course, we've spoken to some of your other cast members. We should mention for our audience that the cast members for uh, Disney Princess, the concert does change every now and then, but we got to talk to Cindy Winters uh, in preparation for the last uh, time that we had uh, seen this and being able to experience this and interview someone. And so it's just great to see the stories of how you were able to get to this point where you're going around and being able to uh, show off the fact that you're such an amazing Broadway performer and that you have this connection with these princesses. Of course, we grew up with you on our TV, but can you also talk about how that audition was to be the final bell and how you were able to step into that role on Broadway? Yeah, so that's a great question. I wonder if people, I, I don't know if, if I've been asked that. You know, I... I had been doing musical theater my whole life. I'll try to make this kind of short. As I said, I was doing musical theater and always idolized Susan Egan. I was doing a lot of you know, community theater, then Civic Light Opera Theater, then theater at the Carpenter Center in Long Beach. Um, LA has a lot of good 60, 99 seat theaters, and then a lot of Civic Light Opera Theaters. Um, so I was doing theater, but when I booked That's So Raven, I stopped, uh, I was 15 and I kind of stopped doing theater. So nobody really realized I was doing theater. But um, one person, named Mark Rosano was a producer for that show and he had a niece, a niece who was a fan of mine who watched That So Raven, who told him they should bring me in. I didn't even have an agent bring me in for that. It was just a call. And luckily That So Raven sort of led me to, to this little girl and to him. Long story long. So um, he brings me to New York and it was terrifying. I mean, I, I was lucky in the sense that 
Um, I had so much education and research because I was doing it for so long as a young person in, in community theater. But, um, you know, it, I I just, I got my, I got into that door because of That's a Raven. And I was always very grateful. But um, I had an audition like for about three days. Mm. Three days I went into the room with all, with everyone, with all Alan Macon, all the producers. Um, I think they were impressed though. I think they just thought I was going to be a Disney Channel star and not be able to, to really sing. And I, so I think they were pleasantly surprised. And I just, yeah, and I they called me about an hour after that third audition. Was it like that? Maybe it was just two auditions and one day was a work session. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they called me after that and told me I got it. And I couldn't believe it. I called my mother right away and I went to Barney's and I bought myself a pair of leather gloves as a <laughs> present to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I, yeah, got, I got the role, but I was preparing for it my whole life. And um, Susan Egan really helped me prepare for it because I was just obsessed with her. But isn't that crazy? Do you know we both went to Orange County High School Performing Arts? Oh, wow. no, I didn't know that. That's and, great. Yeah, so that was really funny, and I, um, we always were following each other. She would work at ICT, International City Theater in Long Beach, at the Carpenter Center, at La Mirada, at Downey Civic Light Opera, and um, a lot of times the reviews would compare me to her. A lot of reviews would, would say, Annalise's the next Susan Egan, or she has the stylings of... So it's just weird how, how six degrees of separation and how small this industry is for anybody out there really wanting to be in the industry or who is, but still climbing the way up. You know, it's small. It's who you know and how long you're, you know, it's a numbers game, how long you can stay in it without giving up. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to hear both of your stories of how you got to those auditions uh, because Susan was talking about the nerves and, and being able to, and not feeling like she was the one that would be Belle because of kind of her persona and her thought of herself. But I do also appreciate the self-care that you had with buying the gloves as well. Um, but I do know that uh, Brett has another question for you. Disney and particularly Disney princesses have had such a significant impact on popular culture for years and years and years. As someone involved in Prince Disney Princess the Concert, can you share some of your thoughts about the continued appeal and the influence that Disney princesses have had for ages, you know, for audiences through the years? That's well, a that's serious a great question. It is a serious question, and for probably a, a Susan Egan, who's much more educated than I, always answer <laughs> this question. <laughs> really well but of course there's a huge responsibility um uh these princesses are feminists they really are and i think without people even realizing that and have been for so long for so long they're really heroes they really save the guy and um now more than ever um uh, these princesses are are of all different shapes and sizes and colors, which is, you know, a long time coming and it's really, really great. And it's great to see that sort of realized through our show. Um, but we have a lot of meet and greets before the show and we really see the impact on young people, not just young little girls, but young boys and everything in between. And it's magical. It feels, I, it, I don't know, it just feels you know, I'm not, I know I'm not a real princess, but sometimes you really feel like you need to be, you need to pretend without getting a, too big of a head sure. or an ego. Mm -hmm. um, sure. But yes, we, we talk about these princesses being heroes and um, saving the guy and doing it all through love and kindness, mm -hmm. not through fighting or anger, but usually through resolution, through, through courage and love and kindness. That's sort of the message of our show. I can't believe the um, impact these princesses had. I wish they had more of an impact. I wish they'd run for president, quite frankly. Um, that, yes. that would be okay. Yes, <laughs> that would be really great. Um, you can what put that on your list. One? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what you have to say about that. Like, I always find it interesting. You know, we have a lot of children and young parents who say the impact that the show has. And like I said, I love playing the villain. So I get to have that that another even kind of woman angle as opposed sure. to a young younger princess angle. Um, but I wonder, like, what does it have an impact? Why? Is it the music? Is it mm. just... I don't know. You even see fathers at fathers in the audience and yeah. older adults bawling, bawling by the end. I think it's the music, the sure. message, and that that wishing and dreaming can can really is is real, and and your dreams can come true. I think one of the major appeals and the continuing appeal of Disney uh, is it, that it makes you their products make you feel, or their characters, their stories make you feel, and that's transcends ages and it continues on from the time you first saw things to the you know as a as a child to mm -hmm. a, as time as time moves on as you mm -hmm. have children you're seeing it through their eyes so mm -hmm. it's just a, a wonderful it, and it's just inspiring so it's, yes the song pocahontas's song can you paint with all the colors of the wind um you can own the earth and still it all you'll own <laughs> i'm just quoting it you can own That's the okay. earth and still all you'll own is earth, and earth. Is, is dirt and, and still until, oh my God. <laughs> wow, I'm actually learning that song now in a different harmony. I think it's confusing me, but um, those lyrics are deep, mm -hmm. deep, uh -huh. deep. They transcend race and sex and land and history. And it's it's deep. And for young people, really young minds listening to this, getting getting involved at such a young age without realizing it is pretty cool. Well, um, and I hope I did turn. Oh, no, you, that's a great answer. And, and you know, I think, too, you, you said that you're not a real Disney princess, but I think you are, especially to those girls in the audience. I have to tell you, me and my gal pals that we're, you know, we're, we're a bit older. And the three of us were sitting in the row, surrounded by little princesses in little dresses and of all colors. And when you and the other princesses come up on stage, I mean, you can hear them go, Elsa, or they go, <gasps> You know, and I, I, I am one of those ladies who was crying in the audience uh, as a grown woman because I was just so moved by their excitement. When you're on stage, can you hear those little <gasps> when you're up there? Because it was everywhere around me. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you for telling me that. Yes, I can. But hearing it from you as well is really nice. It's really interesting because... You know, our show is started out as the Broadway Princess Party. I, I maybe Susan has talked about this before, but it's you know being re reincarnated. Disney bought it; it got bigger and bigger. Um, but we're not necessarily coming out in um, you know complete costumes like they, they might at Disneyland as these characters. You know, I don't have the bell wig on and the big yellow dress. Um, we're we're sort of coming on as ourselves, embodying these characters, and so it's always you wonder, you know, how much did this can this little six year old understand that? Understand that I'm an actress who played this, and the reality is they really can, and they're getting this in really Broadway talent um, talent to their front door. People who might not be able to go to New York City and buy a ticket um, or even get to Florida, get to Disney World, and they get to see these talented women being powerful. And and not I'm not really a princess. I'll never be Meghan Markle. Um, but I think these <laughs> young people, 
and the audience think, okay, no, I could do that though. I could do, I could be as close as a cartoon character in this way, that it's really real. And they're really appreciating us and the, the wisdom that we have sort of through playing these characters. But I love, this show is so great. I know you're not, not necessarily asking about it, but the fact that there's an LED, you know, screen behind us for the young ones, but then we're telling funny, interesting stories and, um, for the adults but funny really truly funny stories for the adults it just makes it such a great show everybody mm -hmm. really enjoys it it's not for six-year-olds it's for six to 60 and and beyond truly definitely me and my gal pals we looked at each other and we're like i very much enjoyed that i very much enjoyed that next time we will wear princess costumes yes we will but anyway. but craig but <laughs> vanessa's yes, every day's halloween that's right <laughs> vanessa's lying to you by the way she was crying in the lobby she was no. she, she didn't make it to the show before she started crying but you know and, and i, I know i sometimes cry yeah, it's it's so incredible. And I love that you brought up fathers, too, because I've got a seven year old son. And I, I would say that anybody looking to come see this concert and, and love Disney, that you should absolutely bring those little boys to this show as well, because he loves that idea. You know, Disney came up with this idea and particularly Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, this I want song. And so it doesn't matter if it's a little boy, a little girl. Uh, he's just singing along with Moana. He's singing along with Ariel. He's singing along with Belle. Yeah. And so it's just a uh, it's remarkable, like we were saying, the impact that this can have on a young generation and also just the nostalgia factor for someone like all of us that are on this Zoom call that uh, absolutely just love and love uh, the Disney princesses and everything else that comes along with that, too. Absolutely. Thank you for reiterating that about fathers and, and young boys coming to the show. I do see a lot of sisters who bring their brothers, and it's it's wonderful. A Adam Levy plays our prince, so we do have something for, for the guys as well. But the message, the message through all of it is just so important for, for everyone. And yeah, I'm just glad they're all there. Everyone's there. Now, moving into how you stay connected with your fans, you've connected in all sorts of ways, from podcasts to social media. You've reached back to that Disney Channel nostalgia, which, by the way, my uh, girlfriend is a choir teacher, so she's not able to be here right now. She's all uh, teaching her kids, but she was so jealous of this conversation, and she had me watch uh, the Disney Channel kind of all-star music video that you got to make, uh, and a couple of those, and she was just rocking out to that last night so she's very jealous that she wasn't here um but you, oh, tell her hi for me absolutely and you know you uh but you take that you also do tiktok and everything in between but i'm wondering do you have a preferred medium do you have a preferred way that you like to interact and connect with your fans Ooh, good to interact and connect with my fans. That's a you guys are asking great questions. Um, I, I feel like I want to be at my be on the other end of the podcast and ask you questions because that's what I'm doing you, now. And you know so much about Disney. I feel like I could learn a lot that I could use on stage. To be quite frank, um, uh, but the best way, the most, you, you know, I like. <laughs> I, I really like connecting with my fans, of course, on, on stage. It's live and there's nothing like the laughter of, of people in the audience. But at the same time, there's nothing like the laughter of cameramen who have been working in the business on huge shows that are in their 60s who say, think you say something funny. I mean, that is incredibly rewarding for me. So, you know, working, working with people. And my fans, often I get to work with my fans because I teach. I teach with a company called Actors Giving Back. And a lot of those students grew up watching me. so. 
it's sort of being of service while also teaching them something and learning from them as well. I love TikTok. I can't believe how much I love TikTok. I sort of fought against it and social media for so long. I think what's happening right now, sadly, in the world is a good example of that because everybody's so contentious and I don't know, just, yeah, wanting to, everybody has a voice. Um, but I really like TikTok. I think TikToks can, can if you find your group and your family, um, it, it can really be a beautiful thing. And yes, I'm loving my fans. I'm, I'm trying to find the balance of giving them enough content as Chelsea and as Disney Channel and that's so Raven, but also sort of finding my way of being a woman and an adult, an adult and kind of figuring out what I have to offer because I'm not a mother and I'm not Chelsea anymore, you know, so where do I lie? But I also love connecting with my fans through Cameo. It's shocking how many Cameos I do. Um, but yeah, mostly through Instagram and TikTok and through this new podcast that I'm doing with Christy Carlson Romano, who's another Disney gal. Um, we're talking to all kinds of people, all kinds of TikTok stars, Instagram uh, influencers, and you know, TV actors as well, and learning a lot from them. I, I I really like talking to people. I really like being myself. I'm realizing. I kind of feel like that's my greatest role yet. Well, and Can I, I answer that question. I kind yes. of around it. Absolutely. Oh no, you did. Like, you oh, did. Who wouldn't want to be you? Who are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I have to tap down. I have to tap down the fan thing again. Sorry. Uh, well, I no, want to no, no. dive in more it. into talking about TikTok because uh, I actually just found you. You were on my for you page. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're we're actually going to be talking to her soon. And you are so fun to watch and so great with TikToks. We're, we're about the same age, and and I'm struggling with it. So I, I thought I'd ask you for some advice. You know, how do you connect with fans through humor and just stay so youthful? I feel like sometimes as we get older, we, we are expected to be a little more serious and, and professional, but you bring so much life and energy to the videos you create. I just, I am overjoyed every time I see you have a new one and I did watch all of them. So if you could come up with some more oh content, I would love to watch some more. I'm just saying, <laughs> but talk, talk to me about, you know, putting together your TikToks and bringing that youthful energy. That's very nice of you. That's so interesting. You're really asking questions that I've never been asked before that make me think like, yeah, I guess I'm bringing a youthful energy. And I guess that's what some people say. Like, I love you. You're just like Chelsea. I love how crazy you are and blah, blah, blah. And while I do have a serious side and I'm very level-headed and a realist, um, I think I'm just really silly. I'm just really silly. I'm just like a musical theater kid or something. Like I just, I'm, I'm big, I'm animated. I, yeah, I use my hands. Absolutely. Um, Yes. I can't, I honestly truly can't help it. Um, I don't drink anymore, so I have a lot of energy. I maybe didn't when I was. Um, but, and so I think I'm just really a lot like Chelsea and people like like that, you know? Um, but how to stay youthful, I think don't think about that. Who the hell cares about that? Mm -hmm. I'm lucky I have so many young fans who keep me youthful because of that. So Raven, they grew up when they were younger than me. And now I have even younger fans because of Raven's home. So they probably keep me youthful, but I wouldn't worry about that. I would worry about finding people to help you. I've had people help me with TikTok. Nice, nice people who, um, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, who I help in return in, in certain ways. But that would be my suggestion. You know, finding what you like, only following what you like, um, what you think is funny. And yeah, 
you know, sometimes I think, well, you know, do I have something to say? Is this really saying anything? And, and maybe it's not, but as long as it's not hurting or, or hindering somebody or, you know, um, but I don't know. I, that's a great question. I hope it, when you ask me in a year from now, I have a much better answer because I'm <laughs> still just figuring it out too myself, sure. to be honest. Well, we'll chat in a year. We'll grab coffee and we'll we'll talk about it. And I'll up my TikTok game so we I can love- compare notes and all that. But um, I love that. Are you where are you all? Are you all in Illinois now? Yeah, we're, we're in the capital, Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, which is great because oh. that is the second stop on your new tour coming out in March. So I'm so, we are so excited to all be there. We're, I can't wait to bring my son it's gonna be great to be there and to see you thank you that's so kind of you i can't wait to do it too i love it i love that van i you could not believe how much i love my bump i love it <laughs> that is intense yes well wow. I, yeah i love that's it great. i set up fairy lights and a little ipad and a little fake candle and i'm in heaven oh that oh, is so wow. cool wow well, that is amazing. Yeah. Um, now, I did hear you say something about practicing a, a new harmony, and I was really blown away by the arrangements uh, that we heard at the Disney mm. Princess, uh, the concert. So uh, what is your favorite arrangement that you all sing, and, and can you give us a glimpse into the rehearsal process? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm really loving singing these Pocahontas songs, even though I'm I'm messing up the lyrics still. But um, we have a beautiful arrangement to Riverbend that Benjamin Rauhala wrote. <clears throat> he's really amazing. I mean, really amazing. He's gonna he's already blowing up. You know, he's writing for the Tonys. He writes for Ariana DeBose all the time now. And yes, he's writing um, for the new movie, The Wish. Uh, excuse me just it's called wish not yes. the wish not the boat not the cruise but wish the movie um and yes he wrote riverbend he wrote me an amazing villains medley that i think you spoke about vanessa at the hollywood bowl i love singing that i love singing harmonies with these girls but it's hard it's constantly changing there's new movies there's new women all the time and benji really um molds the, the, the music to our voices, you know? So I'm learning new harmonies all the time. It really keeps me on my toes. It keeps my brain moving and grooving and um, up to speed because, you know, you're just constantly learning new things, which is a big reason that I like it so much. And I really like the travel. Being in the rehearsal room is amazing. That's the best part of it all, right? The rehearsals, you know, that tech week when you're there for 12 hours at the theater and you're going on no sleep and you're just making the stupidest jokes and you're doing it because you, love it like this delirious happiness um and i just can't believe how you know often they 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 act like women don't work well together but these women are amazing like amazing and we all work well together and i can't believe how it all just works out we're you know some women are in their 20s some their 30s some 40s and then susan just kidding i love you susan (laughs) (laughs) well we love susan too so sure yes so Well, speaking of, okay, now I have mentioned that I have done the deep dive into all things Annalisa, and 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 I I was in completing my research. I found your YouTube video with with Patrick Starr, and now that you that was such amazing. I mean, you just need to send that out as an audition reel because you do it all. It is a tour de force, and seriously, after your people, which is time step 15 minutes and 59 seconds, I am convinced that that once you've completed the enormously successful tour in Disney Princesses, the concert, you must star as Fanny Bryce in the national tour, and we want your version, not your wonderful Barbara Streisand, 
interpretation, your version, because your energy and everything would thrill audiences. And I'm not kidding. Yes. Brad, you know what to say to me. Is that really a question that, you know, do you have the question is, do you have any plans, any things? I don't really want to go into bucket lists, but you have an amazing voice and we all need to hear it. So please. Oh, yeah. That's very nice. You sound like my mother. <laughs> oh, I'm your mother and your boyfriend's next door neighbor. I don't know. You know. So. It's getting gross, right? It's getting incestuous. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Well, maybe not. I okay. It. Back off. Back off. Okay. I'm, I will tap down mine if you will tap down yours. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. I'll tap it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. Um, um, that's a great question. I definitely bucket list. Thank you for saying all of that. Yes, I'm Jewish. I would love to say, play Franny Bryce. It's it's such a shame to the world that I probably won't because I just don't have the followers like Leah Michelle. Or I've tried. I've tried. I've um, I've, I've I you know I've said I'll do it to them. You know I'll audition. I'll do it, but not not interested. And I there's so many reasons because of that. And you know that are probably none of my business and I don't know, but um, I would have loved to play her. I'm getting older. I'm, I am Jewish and I am funny. And I think, I really think audiences want to see a new version, but with a hint of Barbara and a mm -hmm. hint of actually Fanny Bryce, the, the mm -hmm. actual figure from history, sure. um, the, the comedian. And I, I think of wonderful, I could do a wonderful balance of that. And, and then with the help of a great director, it could be amazing. But I would love to do Chicago. I'd love to do Velma or Rocks in Chicago. I'd love to do Cabaret, Sally Bowles and Cabaret. I'd love all of those old ones. And I like a lot of the new ones too. Shucked, I still haven't seen Shucked, but it seems like such a cool show. Kimberly, Carimbo, I always say it wrong, but... Um, there's a lot of shows, yeah. That would that would be great. I love those mm. those fabulous women. You know, the um, villains or the the eleven o'clock numbers, the the Sunset Boulevard and Chicago and and Ragtime. I'd love to be in mm. Ragtime. Oh gosh, that means a lot of shows. Mm. Or yeah, what's Mrs. your favorite Love show, it? Mrs. Or Love Mrs. It? Yes. You know. Oh, and Sweeney Todd. I would love yeah. that. I, love I was thinking um, Guys right. and Dolls. Yes, she was great. Yes. I I think you should have what? one of the leads in Guys and Dolls. See? We yeah. okay. take Faith okay. Prince's part. To check with us because we're going to give them lots of ideas. Because yes, your your energy and your and your vocal chops are amazing. Okay, Thank but you, I, should, I should stop that. No, My favorite just, musical. It's hard. Yeah. It's really it's really hard. Um, I know. I, think, I know. You know. I mean, you know, it would have to be a list. So you know, I, I do enjoy the song time. So Sweeney Todd and you know all of those. Uh, but I Sunday did in the see Park with George. Yes. Um. Uh. uh Let's see. Some like it hot was really really Ooh. fun because it was new. You know, I enjoyed that. So anyway, and are you going to see um, "Merrily We Roll Along"? I don't think I'll be seeing that, but I would love to. We see we live in the Midwest, so we either get cast recordings or wonderful tours. Hmm. Right. Right. Tours exactly. that come to us, so we I'd get to go to, to them. Do. Yes. <laughs> well, I would that, love to so. do a tour. We also yes. have this great, uh, amazing outdoor theater just 90 minutes away at the St. Louis Muni as well. That uh, would be quite oh, incredible the Muni. as well. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. That's a wonderful theater and company. I know so many people who've worked mm -hmm. there who just only say great things, great well, things. Isn't Charlie mm -hmm. there, Charlie? 
Charlie Altman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you always get Ken Page around because he's a St. Louis native. And so it's just uh, yes. some amazing stuff for sure. But, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. Like going back a couple of uh, questions ago, you were talking about the tech week and the rehearsals and everything. And three of us met through community theater. And so it's kind of fun oh. to hear when the pros are also got that jittery feeling, that like nervous energy, but you're not sleeping because you're too excited when you do finally hit the bed. And then uh, you just somehow it all comes together and you have that wonderful communal experience on opening night. It's just there's no feeling like it, right? There's no feeling like it, all those things. And yeah, we, you still get terrified. I still get terrified. I'm, I'm leaving for Asia on Saturday, next Saturday, the 20th. And then my first show is the 24th. I'm going to be terrified, really terrified. And, you know, a couple more, I'll be still terrified, but then not. What show did you meet doing in community theater? I just, just love different that. things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, different we've things. got a really solid, yeah. there's a really, they do what they do here. And I moved, I'm a transplant into the area, um, but they really do a good job of fostering it within kids. So they've got great educational programs they've got great piano teachers choir directors and so really there's a show just about every single or weekend more than one uh, or more than one yeah, two uh, or three a weekend i think yeah, that there's here. two shows yeah. opening tonight in town and so it's like you know there there's such a, a breadth of experience that we kind of all came together we knew that we loved disney and that's sort of what started this show yeah. and uh it's just been yeah. really fun it's been such a fun ride to be able to talk to people like you as well and it all started in that community theater uh, scene Oh gosh, that's, I love hearing that, and and congratulations on the success you're doing so well. And to come out of theater is is a big deal, right? It's not everybody's thing. It's kind of a niche. So good for you, Mazel Tov on that, for real, for real. Yeah, Chicago so is so um, accepting and good with the arts. Uh, yeah. You know, I I haven't been there as much as I'd like. One time. I Back in Chicago, do, when I was doing Beauty and the Beast, I went home to a wedding and I tried to get back to do Beauty and the Beast. And I ended up missing like five shows in a row because I was oh. snowed in. And I ended up going to Second City two of those nights and just loved it. I was having a great time. I was kind of glad I had the uh, excuse. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, we do have a fourth person here uh, because, and this yes, is someone I that we didn't, we didn't get a chance to meet B through community theater. We actually met her through NPR Illinois, and she's uh, wonderful on the air. And she also happens to be one of the biggest Raven fans in the world. And so we wanted to make sure that we got at least a couple Raven uh, fan questions in. And so she's our now our official Raven correspondent, B. Bonner. Here she is. Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, not me. Well, yeah, you're right. Well, we couldn't let you get out of here without any of that so Raven questions. And on a serious note, thank you so much for being a part of my childhood and just letting it be okay for me to be silly, to be loud, to be seen, because I think that was missing in so many shows during that time. We needed more women and girls on TV, you know, just being themselves. And so you and Raven totally did that for me. And, you know, That's So Raven is known for so much. But for me, it was the costumes and the funny, outrageous moments. And I have to tell you, one of my favorite parts and one of my favorite episodes was when you and Raven and we're working in the ice cream shop in the high school and then Eddie has a girlfriend and the ring gets stuck in the ice cream and then the ice cream starts going everywhere and you and Raven get on the floor and start rolling in it. 
you know so to me yeah that that type of comedy that physical comedy we really weren't getting a lot of it but we got a lot of it on that so raven so one of my questions mm-hmm. is as an actor how do you commit to those outrageous moments and take those risks and just go for it because that can be hard for a lot of people but you all did that every day on the show so how did you take those mm-hmm. risks that's a great question. Thank you for asking. I, I understand everything you're saying and agree with all of it. Um, first, I got to say, remember Alana? You know she's on The Real Housewives of Atlanta now. Can we just talk about that? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yes. 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 Drew, Drew. Yes. Drew Sedora. Drew Sedora. Yes. yes. She, oh, my gosh. We, we can talk about that a little later, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Um, uh, um, anyway, I love her. I love her, and I'm glad she's doing well, and she's in the spotlight again. Um, but that episode was crazy. Um, and I'll, I just want to say, I, you know, I always grew up watching Ab Fab and Don French, so French and Saunders, and that's how I got brave and thought physical comedy was cool and didn't care. I will say mostly my bravery with physical comedy came from musical theater um, at such a young age, sort of being fearless. And my mother, my mother sort of didn't let me be shy. She didn't, she wouldn't let me like, when I was little, hide behind her legs. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm not recommending that, but um, (laughs) she just knew I was talented and wasn't having me pretend like I wasn't or something. but anyway, I think when you want something badly enough, you're you uh, like you want to laugh more than you want somebody to think you're pretty, or more than you want someone to think you're cool and part of the group. Um, I also knew like I wanted the job. I really wanted to leave school too. I really hated school, and I thought, oh my god, this is my way out. So um, yeah, my, I guess you're saying I know what you mean. A lot of because I teach, I teach my students, and they're terrified to do improv. They're terrified if I say get on the floor and act like a dog, and I say come here, boy, come here, boy. You know, if you can't really encapsulate being a dog or a doctor or an ice cream cone, um, you're not you're not gonna get brave. And the braver you are, the better person you are. Not just better actor but person um so i don't know and and really at the end of the day it was raven was raven she was doing it before me and better than me and she just took me along under her wing it was crazy she was fearless and so funny the only girl to do physical comedy like that definitely at the time and sometimes i truly think since then um and and those yeah those the writing was wonderful and that's that's what you saw the and our and thank you for for um recognizing that we were fearless all all of us in orlando and kyle and, and everyone yeah, because, you know, when you watch the show, it's like Raven's up in the roof of the building with the thing of cheese that's getting ready to stink up the whole school. Like I said, you all are rolling around in ice cream. There's an episode when Raven turns blue. You all dressed up yeah. as, you know, when you all stuck, snuck into like an African wedding. I mean, there's so many iconic moments yeah. where the you commitment. all could have, yeah, the commitment. You all could have just shut down, but you all fully embraced it. And it came off well. I feel like some of my favorite lines came from the show, too. I say, you're nasty a lot. I say, uh, hater. Like, that's my thing, too. So I think you all have really, you know, found a way to transform the way young girls think. And you're still doing that, you know, with Disney Princess the Concert, which, you know, kind of brings me to another point. You know, you've been portraying Chelsea for so long, you know, and that's so Raven, Raven's home. And I'm sure you might have had to reinvent her or come up with different ways to still make her relevant to fit the times, you know, as time Mm -hmm. has gone on. So how did you make sure that you were still showing a lot of growth and development with Chelsea as a character? 
Oh, well, I don't know if I did be. I don't know if I did, <laughs> as you ask this question, you know, and some of that's in my control, some of it's not. Um, it was hard, though. It was hard because, of course, Chelsea was quite aloof, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit uh, not not with it and, you know, in a loving way, in a free-spirited, um, glass-half-full way. But um, being an adult with a child on that show was like, okay, well, I can't act like this forever and I need to have an, a job or I need to be able to you know, stay home with the children and have my head on straight. So that was navigating that was hard and I think um, really hard because this new show wasn't about us as it shouldn't mm -hmm. be. It was for the new generation and it's a Disney channel. They're meant to focus on the children. So, um, and there was a lot of, um, Unfortunately, with Raven's Home, a lot of like uh, in, writers in and out, in and out, writers in and out. And so we never, I felt like, got our groove. But I still, there was wonderful aspects about it, too. But in regards to that, I don't know. I didn't, it was hard. I didn't do enough work. I wished I had become this political leader in the movement of environmentalism. And, you know, she always cared about the earth and veganism and vegetarian, being a vegetarian. And, you know, I... I wish I had done more with that. And um, I don't know. I I always thought it was cool, though, that Raven and I were two women raising our children. I've never seen that on TV, mm -hmm. ever, mm -hmm. ever. And um, not even, that was the Disney Channel, you know? Um, may, maybe it's been on something, so I don't want to be incorrect, but not, not something that I've seen enough. Um, so, yeah, good question, good question. Well, the fact that you were able to, you know, bring the show back, replay this character alone, and I think that's all Raven had one of the highest number of episodes running at the time you all had four seasons i think 100 or so mm -hmm. episodes so that in itself mm -hmm. is something to be so proud of and again just thank, thank you for you. everything you've done for myself and other girls and boys that were watching the show because you all really made you. you know my life and really made me say okay if they can do it i can go be myself too so thank you for those moments oh. and thank you for continuing to do that work you know all over through you're singing too and by the way i know they've said it already but i'm gonna say it too you can sing girl you can sing <laughs> thank you thank you so much i'm gonna take that with me and share it with raven and other uh, the other people writing that show that we really tackled important issues at the time which i think is what you're talking about and um Thank you for making me feel like I've made a difference through through you. That's very, very kind. And I'll definitely tell Raven you said that. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm certainly not, well, I mean, we're not going to do a pecking order of the not-so-Raven and Raven's home fans. Be, you know, but I think I'm number two. Because I would, because, um, yeah, I'm not the general demographic that you were heading for, but I'm a Disney fan, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed, that's a Raven at 10 o'clock at night, instead of watching the local news, because we're in the in, in the Midwest. So you saved right. me from watching all of that over again, because honestly, huh. it was the same thing as the six o'clock news. So I would watch it every night from 10 to 1030, watch it so much. And I, you've probably heard this before, but because of the physical comedy and just because of your relationship, there was a lot of uh, feelings of, of, of Lucy and Ethel too. You've probably yeah. heard that, but it was yeah. just, it was an updated and brilliant version of that. So thank you for that. Thank you. Among thank the you many for... thank yous. Yeah. So. No, thank you for letting me remember that because I often forget. And, you know, it does seem sometimes like a silly um, kids show. And what, what you're saying now makes me feel like, yeah, it was really more than that. And gosh, those writers were really wonderful mm, then. So good. Then. Was, yeah, yeah. They really were. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm like going, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's makes not you about think awards, of the but there should have been more awards. Oh, totally. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, it makes me think of the strike and the writers coming back, mm -hmm. and I'm so glad that they're coming mm -hmm. back because mm -hmm. they're so important. It's, yeah. it's the whole mm -hmm. difference between a good show and a bad show, truly. Absolutely. Now we have to get everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. absolutely. Well, yeah. uh, you know, our time with you is fleeting. Uh, we have just a couple more <laughs> uh, very rapid-fire type questions <laughs> that we'd love to get to it. you. And, uh, you know, I will say, just so you're aware, if you need positive affirmations ever in your journey across Asia, we can give you our phone numbers you just dial up any of us and we'll just tell you how great you are over and over again so that's a service Zoom, that's know? a service we can do yes, for you, you can um, do this. but Vanessa's <laughs> going to take our rapid fire questions yeah so you can you can answer these as quickly or slowly as you like it is up to you how you want to do this but here are our rapid fire questions so favorite Disney song to sing Poca oh god <laughs> in the unknown okay uh, favorite Disney attraction Oh, rock and roller coaster. Ooh, oh, nice. Okay. All right, Aerosmith. Um, favorite Disney snack. Ooh, I love that the the graham crackers with the um the oh I'm forgetting it. It's got like chocolate on it and then the churro mm -hmm. stuff. The churro Ooh. stuff. Oh, oh yeah. this must be a Disneyland yes. thing. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> Disneyland at yeah. Disney World. Is, oh, is, really? um, the rock, is rock and roller coaster not an attraction? Oh, no, no, it, no is. it is. Yes. It no, is. we're talking yeah. the snacks. The no, snacks. The snacks. I'm like, I finally, yeah. we, 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 some, you oh, know, Disneyland has those really that. good yeah. snacks out in Disneyland. So, you know, we'll look for it in Disney it's, World. Yeah, it's like a graham cracker with, like, with chocolate coating and then the churro mm -hmm. dust on top. Ooh, it's ridiculous. Okay. It's, All right. Okay. We'll so go addictive. find that. Brett, you're okay. on that because you go the most. Um, <laughs> and then favorite Disney animated film? Ooh. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Mm. And if you could play a live action character uh, in any Disney movie, what character would it be? Oh, that's a really good one. Oh, a live action character in any Disney movie. Oh, I, I would say Ursula, but it just was done with Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> we'll do it again. It's oh, okay. It's okay. We'll Another remake. Again. It's fine. We'll yes. Yes. I gotta I love be it. prepared because I feel like on tour they're gonna the kids ask me these questions and I better have some better answers. <laughs> You're doing fine, absolutely fine. You survived the lightning round, and I'm the the one that gets to ask sort of our traditional last question to guests. And before I do that, I just want to say I appreciate so much the not only the engagement that you have with fans, but also the vulnerability and the honesty that you show to your fans as well. It really does help people. You know, I it, it just like you never know how you're reaching. people people and I just hopefully we have uh, explained to you how much positive impact you've had in all of our lives and as you continue on so thank you so much for that but our our last question is that you do a lot of press you get to do a lot of these podcast interviews you get to do uh, short junket interviews and we are always wondering if there is a message or Who's a story your favorite? it's you guys <laughs> 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 we're always wondering so much yes absolutely <laughs> Uh, we're always wondering if there is a message or a story that you're never asked about, but you always want to talk about or something that you want to talk about. So kind of an open forum to end us off here. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, it's hard to not get like serious or think about my mother or... Um... You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. A lot of yeah. people do mm -hmm. get serious on that question because, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they have another side. Yeah. I know. I mean... <sighs> I guess on like a forum, I almost like want to ask you guys like what you would talk about. Like, has somebody asked you that? No, no one's ever asked it back. That, what would you... 
I, I would yeah, talk about, you know, I, I would talk about, I, I'm such a, I'm such a huge advocate. Um, you know, people find their different homes and their different mediums. And I went to, this is a long, long time ago, eight years or so ago when I started doing podcasts, uh, we went to, I'm a big fan of uh, Kevin Smith. I don't know if you know him. He's a film director and um, he's a pretty yeah. prolific podcaster. And they, we just said like, what, what advice do you give someone to start a podcast? And he said, just start. And the benefit mm -hmm. of it is that there's there's no gatekeeper. There's no in this medium anybody can have a platform and anybody can be able to um, share what they want to get out there and what their passions are. And so that that's always mine. Mine is like you know, and no one's ever asked us, which is great. Uh, it's wonderful that you did. But it's like just get out there and be yourself and find that connection find however you can uh, be yourself and for me it's through this microphone I, i've absolutely loved this it's been like therapy for me for the last eight years although i do still go to therapy but you know it's still like um it's it, it's something that's been important for in my life for sure oh i love that i love a man who goes to therapy good for you, <laughs> yeah. good for you. <laughs> That's wonderful. Just start, of course. Of course, you just have to do it without wondering the um, outcome. Mm -hmm. You never know what tomorrow brings, and that doesn't have to be a negative thing. That really can be a positive thing. It takes time. Time heals everything, Tuesday, Thursday. It's true. It really does heal anything. So if you're going through a hard time, you just, you know, like as they say in AA or in any other group you might be in, it, it truly is one day at a time, one moment at a time one box at a time you know you can't fill a box if you're packing up your house you can't pack it up in one day you just have to focus on one box at a time and yeah i would just say whatever you're doing i i mean i always like to talk about whatever you're doing remember it's a numbers game it's a numbers game you just got to stay in it whatever i mean of course definitely in this industry but um i always just i i truly feel that we're all looking for happiness right we all want to be happy. We all want better lives for ourselves and our families and our neighbors. And the only way to do that is to care for thy neighbor, to care about your neighbor, mm -hmm. to be of service and give back. It truly is the best way to feel happy. It's the way you feel most whole. And I, I don't like talking about it too much because it sounds like, I don't like it to sound like um, AA talk or, you know, I don't know, just too airy-fairy. Because I don't think enough people do it to realize like how true it is, how mm -hmm. like, if you're making someone else happy, if you're really being selfless and inconvenienced, you're helping someone, you're helping someone. And that is the work and that brings joy. You know, um, nothing, nothing is worth anything if it doesn't cost anything. And um, I just want us to be nicer to each other and to love each other more and to stop caring about stupid stuff and care about the good stuff. And I don't know, be opinionated, but respectful. I don't know. I don't know. That's I just, yeah. Yeah, that's so amazing. Yeah. Well, just wow. thank you so much for your time. And thank you for the art and the creativity that you put into the world because it helps enrich all of us. So we're, we're so glad that we had the chance to talk to you today. Oh my, thank you so much. All of you are beautiful, beautiful souls. I have never been more flattered. This was like my favorite interview ever. I'm gonna thank <laughs> Ashley White for setting it up. You guys are just amazing and spreading so much joy and that Disney sparkle. And I, I let's do a show together. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that was just incredible. Right? I mean it like- It was. All right, she stayed oh on. Gosh. She stayed on for a oh little gosh. bit after with us too. And I mean, she's just like 
she's just an incredible person. I mean, there's yeah, no there's is. no other thing to say. Like, she was just uh, incredible in her energy and her positivity, um, and then also in her honesty. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, sh- her answering some of those questions about Raven yeah. as well, B, and then her interactions with you, Brett. I mean, it was just like, uh, it was <laughs> such a wonderful experience overall, and I'm so glad we had the chance to talk to her. And Brett, you seem the maybe the most excited out of the four of us <laughs> to talk to her, so we'll go to you first. Well, yeah, I was... Yeah, I was a fan before, you know, and now that doing my research for this podcast, as I, t- I mean, I told her that I am, I, she is my new favorite person. So until, you know, uh, until I find someone else, she's it. And yeah, I will be watching all of her work. And I hope, oh, I really hope that she is in our Disney princess. Yeah. Locally, I, I just want you to and know not, that I'm I'm sending this else, yeah. directly to Yvette Nicole Brown. I just Uh-oh. want her to be aware of what's happening here today. But I but said I'm my sure there's new favorite person. There's there's love <laughs> for like everybody, more right? People, there is, you know, yeah. <laughs> Brett's always to, Brett is always oh, the like he's the it. charmer of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Isn't he? He's like Tom he's like Cat. low key the, oh, yeah, the charmer right. of the mm-hmm. podcast for sure. But yes. Vanessa, what about your thoughts of the interview that we were able to have? I am so impressed by her and and I just admire her. I mean, I'll be real. I am a loud, funny, outgoing gal myself. And you just don't see that kind of representation very often. Uh, You know, it's it's pretty rare. And then to meet someone with that much energy who is intoxicating, she's just lovely. I could spend all day with her Mm -hmm. and, and just have a great time. And it's just wonderful to get to talk to her. And guys, I'm telling you, listen to her sing. She is like one of my favorite singers out there. She's just got an incredible voice. Her delivery of lyrics, her comic comedic timing is everything. So if you haven't watched her video of her singing Mother Knows Best, go check it out. But definitely go see her in concert, Disney Princess the Concert. Like I said before, B and I had an incredible time. Yeah, it's going to be incredible to be able to see that. So it's coming to our area March 6th, and then it'll also be at the St. Louis Fox Theater March 16th. Those are the closest shows to us, but there's shows all over, people. So make sure that you check out their mm-hmm. website, Disney Princess the Concert, to get more information and get your tickets as well. Now, B, I do want to come to you as well. And I, I mentioned like at the top that she was uh, fairly open and honest and a bit vulnerable when talking about this iconic character that she played that you've fallen in love with. So talk to me about the interview. Yeah, so first I would say, unlike Brett, I managed to hold it together. So I do want to make that mm-hmm. very clear. I managed to hold it together today. Mm-hmm. I good wasn't job, that starstruck. I didn't cry or anything. You didn't so cry this I did a time. good job. But, <laughs> no, I can understand Brett because she is absolutely amazing. But, you know, one thing I struggle with myself is being self-conscious. And this is something I've struggled with inside of theater and even my job here at NPR Illinois because I feel like I'm a bit unique and something different than what people would usually hear on the radio or see sometimes on the stage in certain shows. And what I really appreciated about this interview was you got to see that she was truly being herself and it was real Mm -hmm. and she wasn't scared to do that or bring it to the show. And she also gave credit to the people around her and how they were able to work together because sometimes I feel like uh, the people around you help you bring it. And I feel like Mm -hmm. she really made a point to say that during this. And you're right, Craig. She gave some real and honest answers, even talking about, you know, reinventing or having to show some growth and development for her character, Chelsea. She gave a really good answer for that. And you can 
honestly see kind of what she's thinking when it comes to her own career career and how she's grown throughout time. So I was really excited to ask it. And I could talk about that so Raven all day. So I didn't get all up into it. <laughs> but, you know, she did say maybe next year we could circle back. So yeah, I'm going to cross my fingers. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that would be great. I think uh, all of us would love to have her back. So it's just been great, an opportunity. And she uh, mentioned it towards the very end. But thanks to Ashley for helping us organize this. Uh, she was also vital in helping us talk to Cindy Winters last year when we had that opportunity. And then, of course, our, you know, it's weird to say, but a, a friend, Susan Egan, who came on to the show initially and then really put us in connection with all the folks at Disney Princess the Concert and uh, just how incredible she is. And so definitely go out and see this show. I can't wait to see it. I think, you know, I think we are we're in the very uh early talks of this, uh, meaning that I've put it in the message thread one time and no one responded to me, that maybe we could do something fun in Springfield on March 6th, like come up with something to do maybe uh, and just kind of say hi to people. Vanessa's giving me such a look right now. I don't know uh, if that'll happen. Side eye, major side eye. I responded. You just don't listen to anything I say. That is fine. That is not true. Not true. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I just excited uh, to have had this opportunity today for sure. If this happens to be the first show you're listening to because you absolutely love Annalisa, make sure that you go back and listen to our other interviews. May I suggest Susan Egan? That might be a really good uh, compliment. Or Cindy Winters. We got to talk to her about Disney Princess, the concert, uh, I don't know, about a year ago, and she was, oh, she's a dream. Uh huh. And she yep. likes turkey legs. God, I she love does. her. Yes, I absolutely. Do. So definitely go and uh, check out those previous episodes. You can subscribe to us by looking at Beyond the Mouse on any podcast platform. You can also follow along with us on social, Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram, Beyond Mouse on Twitter or X. And then also uh, Beyond the Mouse Podcast is our page on Facebook. But we'd love for you to jump into Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals, which is where we can really get a discussion going. And maybe we'll put up some polls about your favorite di- Disney princesses around the release of this. That way we can get some interaction action going there too but I I just I can't say enough how much I appreciated her time today and uh, her just positive force uh, that she puts out there into the world I'm going to go to the three of you one more time for any final closing thoughts that you have I'll go in reverse order this time so we'll start with B no I don't have anything else to say this was just amazing can't wait to see everything else that Annalisa does because she truly deserves to be heard whether it's singing whether it's acting Everything that she does is great, and she is a brilliant and slept-on actress. We need to boost her up some more. So, again, if she's listening to this, you are amazing. You've been an inspiration to so many, including myself. And, girl, keep singing because you're doing the doggone thing well. (laughs) Vanessa? Yeah, I echo what B has to say. She is an incredible, incredible performer. Do not miss an opportunity to listen to her wherever you can. And she's very funny, too. You should listen to her podcast as well. Just search her name and you will find it. Uh, But just big thank you to Annalisa Vanderpool. She's another dream. Absolutely. And Brett, any final thoughts? Well, yes. I mean, dreams came true today. I mean, I didn't... I, I, I was a fan before, but now I'm like going, her energy is infectious in the best way. And she's my new favorite person. Now, okay, um, I still love Yvette Nicole Brown. And I'm like going, how could you bring that up? Anyway, <laughs> enough about all of it. Um, hey, when someone I, on this podcast gets all the love be- from all these powerful women, we just have to make sure that we put you in your place every now and then, Brett Rutherford, okay? Oh, 
Oh well. Okay. Well, thank you for how many times that. have how many times has my little is that an affirmation? How many times it's have an I been affirmation and a condemnation? <laughs> it is. It, I'm, it's my specialty. That's how many times was I told you. that I want somebody wants to walk around with me in their pocket or that I have the cutest face or whatever <laughs> it was that? Uh, let me check the records, Craig. Um, that would be uh, May June no, zero. Yes. Zero. Thank you. Thank you for that, Vanessa. You're I right. really appreciate it. Well, you know what I was doing there? True. I was listening yes. to you when oh, you said that. Good. So absolutely. Well, <laughs> We got to get Dear out of here. Diary, day we, one. This Craig is going to be to me. The, no. the after show for this for uh, <laughs> for the patrons uh, when we go live here in a second. That might be really fun. But anyway, so for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. I'm Brett. And I'm B. And we will see you real soon in the front row. And we could say the front row of Disney Princess the Concert, March 6th, Springfield, Illinois. Yes, Get I your just tickets now. Checked the the tickets, they are still available. Oh, we should go, y'all. We're we about should to get book them row. all. Yes. There Let's we go. Let's get a group. Let's do it. Yes. See you, you in the second idea. row behind Let's us because we'll be in We're the first be row. So loud. <laughs> <laughs>